We look around, but we do not see. We hear all these sounds, but fail to listen. We talk the talk so eloquently, but when the time comes to walk the walk, we just turn a blind eye. We have become an audience like those who sit around soccer fields with nice comfy seats and plenty of food and drinks to last for the game. We have become an audience who just sits on the sidelines. We're the audience to the cries of those who cry for justice, wondering if justice was ever just because now, now it's just them and their Lord. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome back to the Rogue Muslim podcast. Um, this week I'm going to be giving an update on the 26 Spiritual Habits series. You may or may not have noticed um, that I haven't updated uh, everyone on just the recent ones um, and I'm going to get into that uh, in a bit but I just wanted to first check in with everyone um, which is kind of weird to do through audio I guess but I just want to say I hope everyone's well. Um, you know, I just had this realization. I mean, I've had this realization every few weeks, but um, we are almost at August, and uh, we have been in lockdown since March. Um, so it's crazy. It's crazy. How is everyone? Like, I'm if if you're cool with it, genuinely, just want to know how everyone is. You can message me on Instagram or Twitter. Or, uh, Facebook or email me. Um, everything's just at the Rogue Muslim, and my email is the Rogue Muslim at gmail dot com. Uh, because these are really um, trialing times, and I'm in a space where I'm not asking that just like how are you? Yeah, I'm asking that like genuinely. How is everyone? I'm in a space where I feel that I um, I may be able to just listen. Um, so yeah, if if you if you basically what I'm trying to say here is if you want an ear to just vent to, um, and let things out and release, I'm here. Um, yeah, I and I wouldn't say that otherwise because there have been moments, oh my god, where I have just felt, and this kind of ties into the spiritual habit series, but I have just felt so overwhelmed with how much online communication and presence we've had to adjust to um due to lockdown and first of all I'm very grateful that we live in this age because um I can't imagine going through a pandemic and not having technology um it would just have been a lot more difficult but at the same time you know um you know I think all of this is so new so we don't really know what our emotions are, what our feelings are, what our body is telling us, because we have to recalibrate, we have to re, um, I don't know, we just have to check in more with ourselves and, and see what exactly it is that our body and our mind is telling us and what it's a result of. Um, and so, you know, there are many times where I'm experiencing something or experiencing aloneness. I'm like, I don't understand why. Like, I'm, I, I, for, I don't know. There's just, like, is it, is it related to something very personal? Is it pandemic? Is it, what is it? Um, and so, and, and maybe it's just like a mix of all of those, right? But I think with the pandemic there, it kind of has an added weight to it. And so it can be a little bit difficult to discern what's going on and I know I've talked to so many people and the pandemic has really forced them to um 
confront many difficult emotions, many difficult experiences, uh, myself included. And in a way, it's good. You know, you can only practice so much escapism, and but at the same time, it's just difficult, isn't it? It's just so many emotions, so many bloody things going on, and you've got to pretend like you're not in a pandemic, right? You still got to work. You still got to answer emails. You still got to attend meetings. You still got to perform as if this is flipping normality. Um, so yeah, so just genuinely, how is everyone? Um, you know, I have a lot of thoughts. I think I've shared this. I have a lot of thoughts on what the future is going to hold and, um, and how, how we're going to have to, uh, reframe everything for the new realities that we're going to be experiencing going forth now, um, as including the consequences of the pandemic, um, but I, I'm always hesitant to share it here just because I don't know what your, you know, you as a listener, I don't know what your mindset is. I don't know what, how you're feeling. I don't want to just all of a sudden be like, well, this is how it's going to go down and I don't have hope. Um, you know, I don't know where that voice came from. Um, but yeah, I... This is what happens when you don't record a podcast for so long. I mean... This has just become some sort of weird therapy session with myself, but you'll have to listen to it. Um, I don't know. I tried to record the introduction four times, and I just kept saying the dumbest things. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, really, I don't have a transition from that. Um, anyways, I just hope everyone is safe and well. There's a lot going on. There's so much that we're exposed to. A lot of disheartening things that we're exposed to and and that kind of uh, relates kind of I guess this is a transition this is what transitions into what happened with the 26 spiritual habit series it's still going on um but at the end I think I did I had uh oh god I want to say 10 or 12 mapped out uh, at the beginning of the year and if you saw on Instagram, you had access to the list and I would check off every time I released an episode giving an update or uh, on the habit. Um, and the last one that I had written down was to do Salatha Leo. And I just could not do it. This was the beginning of, no, this was mid-June, I want to say. Um, and I couldn't, couldn't do it did not want to do it and so instead of releasing a podcast I really I just put it into an Instagram post and um yeah basically what was happening is that I found myself in this state of spiritual suspension like I wasn't able to move forward and I like I didn't want to uh, to put it simply like I didn't want to do this Salat al-Layl I the niyat would have been so bad the niyat at that point would have just been well, I got to do it for the 26 Spiritual Habit series. And I never went into this whole series for social media. You know, it wasn't like, oh, well, this is a series that is going to be, um, it, it wasn't for clout, you know, it wasn't for, um, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't for clout, right? It was for me. It was for my soul. It was for my spirituality. It was to see what I could push myself to, just to see what I could learn. And at the beginning of the year, I was going through one of the hardest things ever, and um, which I'm not going to share, but um, it was. It was just one of the hardest moments of my life. And this was a way to focus in. 
instead of just, you know, you know when you have those moments where you really are at crossroads and you have a decision to make, you're like, well, I could just let go and see what happens or I can, um, I can make an active decision and really commit to it. So for me, at the beginning of the year, I was just very confused with God. And I thought, well, what are the negative consequences of this, right? Like I could get continue to be confused. I could continue to just sit in isolation from him and just be very passive about my spirituality. And I don't know what that would lead to. I don't, like, I really didn't know. Not in the sense of like, I would become a disbeliever. Well, inshallah, no, right? Like too many consequences then you may be, that may be the point. But um yeah I just didn't know I didn't know what my what what my faith was going to look like at that point so I made a very conscious decision that I wanted to commit and the way that I figured I could commit to this was by practicing these small habits I, I mean I've done the full introduction um at the beginning of the year but but yeah the Nia was never for social media and at that point where I was with with Salat al and with the spiritual suspension like the only reason I would have pushed through with it was because of social media and like oh I promised I would do this and I got to commit to it and that for me felt it was very much for the sake of my ego at that point instead of for the sake of Alana that just felt very disgusting to be honest with you and I didn't like how that would have tainted this series and how that would have tainted my faith so um I made a decision that I don't want to enter into that into doing Salat al that Nia, you know, where I'm grumbling about it, where I feel it's a burden, where I'd be rushing about it, and where my akhlaq would have been so bad in that salah. I mean, this salah is not mandatory. So I don't have to commit to it, right? There's nothing telling me that I have to do it. Sometimes you think you have to do something and you take a step back and you're like, actually, I can there is a little bit of leeway here. Um and I'm not saying that maybe if I had done it, like, I, there would have been benefits to be gained from it. Like, of course, there would have been benefits to be gained for it. And, of course, trying it wouldn't have, like, I could, it wasn't like a lose-lose situation. It would have been a win. It, it would have still been a win. However, I just didn't feel comfortable with the intention that I was going on in it. And for me, I always remind myself, like, check your Nia before you wreck your Nia. And um, there's a beautiful hadith by Imam Ali. He says, perfecting an action is more difficult than performing the action itself. And purifying an intention from corruption is tougher for the striving ones than engaging in lengthy, lengthy jihad. And I remember reading this and I thought, well, at this point, for me, it feels like my intention is a little bit corrupt because it's for the external. It's for social media. Right. And and nobody literally nobody will care if I didn't commit to it nobody's gonna be like um excuse me Samia or a lot of people don't know my name so they'll just be like excuse me rogue um which okay just on the side I, it's really hilarious when people call me rogue but what's even funnier is when family and friends sometimes call me rogue or rogue muslim or look for that um and it's happened quite a few times I just think it's hilarious um but anyways, um, you know, what I was saying, uh, nobody would, nobody would come at me and attack me and be like, well, you promised you were going to do Salat al-Layl, so excuse me, why aren't you doing it? Nobody's going to say that, you know, and if they do, then, you know, why? <laughs> what the hell? 
Um, I mean, I, I felt that I owed an explanation, yes, to myself and to everyone else, but I didn't feel that I had to follow through with it. And I, and to be honest with you, that's a really, I'm very happy to be at that stage because if this had happened a, at the beginning of the year, um, you know, even just, yeah, at the beginning of the year, I would have felt so much guilt so much spiritual guilt because I would have felt that oh I'm not a good enough Muslim oh well look I had this opportunity or I committed to this and now I am letting go of it but I'm not letting go I just didn't want to enter into such negative like I would have I would have been getting up for salah and being like what the hell is this god why am I doing this why do I need to do this this is dumb blah 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 like you know when you just get into such a negative frame of mind that everything just becomes a little bit tainted with that negativity and I just felt that that's really first of all an ugly way to talk to God and unhealthy and I would have felt that my spirituality was a burden and so I didn't want that I really really didn't want that um especially because there's been so much bounty and beauty to come of this series honest to God if if you are struggling with spirituality I and I'm not just saying this because it's the series that I'm doing I'm saying it genuinely from the bottom of my heart please commit to doing a habit every two weeks because it it's it's easy it's you it, it's not so overwhelming and you will find so many blessings in it like one of the biggest blessings that i have found even prior to feeling this spiritual suspension was that nia is everything when you commit to something and and you do it for the sake of allah Allah will run those 500 billion steps towards you like i am telling you that i didn't I, I always understood it, but I don't think I fully had faith in it until now. And um, God, it, it and I and I did remind myself of that when doing Salatul Layl, but my Nia wasn't coming from a place of um, desire to do it, right? Like I didn't want to do it. It wasn't that I want to do it and then I take one step and Allah comes to me. I, I didn't want to do it at all. <laughs> um, and so what I felt was that uh, the best thing I could have done at that point was to do a reset. Um, and a reset meant that I wasn't going to pressure myself to commit to doing Salatul Layl for two weeks. What instead I was going to do was focus in on the things that I had previously committed to, the previous habits. I was going to check in with my ego. I was going to check in with my Nia. I was going to, um, you know, I, I wanted to revive that strength because I think and this kind of relates to what I was saying at the beginning, but we are so overwhelmed with so much right now. And for me at that point, like I wanted to take a break after Ramadan and I think I did it for a weekend. And I thought, and, and to be fair, I thought that was enough, but there was just so many things always that were coming up and, and I felt that I needed to be on social media, you know, I don't think I, first of all, you know, if, if I, I would love for this platform to have a beautiful legacy at the same time, um, you know, people will move on, <laughs> you know, people will, pe yeah, people move on, right, so I don't want to, um, or people maybe don't even realize, like, there's so much going on in, in everyone's lives, right, like, there are sometimes I don't realize that some people aren't on Instagram and posting, some of them I do, because, you know, they're pretty constant, or I really love their platforms, but sometimes I don't know, um, and so, uh, what was I saying with that? Basically, I don't want to, I don't want to become a slave of social media, right? And so I I needed this time to just 
I was becoming so overwhelmed with everything that was going on, like just negativity after negativity or feeling that I'm not good enough or feeling that I'm not doing enough or feeling that my spirituality at that point was in a suspension and at low and other people were just showing so much. And this is why I I do try to be conscious of my engagement on social media. Like I try to show when I am feeling, when I am committing some spiritual deeds. At the same time, I do try and be very honest about the fact that it is uh, it is a up and down thing, right? Um, it goes in a circle, up and down. It's scribbly, it's messy. Um, and to be honest with you, I think that's the beauty of it because if it was all smooth sailing, we wouldn't understand the impact of God. We wouldn't understand our purpose here. We wouldn't understand how much worship and um, praying to Allah roots us. Um, but um, but yeah, so I felt very, I just felt so desensitized to everything. I felt very disheartened about everything. I, and then that really impacted my spirituality. Um, and so I made I made the intention to to re, do a recommitment, right? I'm not committing to Salat al-Layl where my akhlaq will be bad. But I am going to commit to to just, just taking a step back. Um, because spirituality, it's a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. It's, and the end goal is is... I mean, first of all, it's not even death. It continues on after death because you still go go through a purification process. But, you know, I don't know. I, I, there's, this is so rambled because I haven't talked for so long. I mean, to be fair, my things always ramble. Um, but I, I, I am very cognizant of death and the fact that you literally don't know when you could die. And I know it's a very blanket statement. It's a very cliched statement, but I don't think we reflect on that enough. Like I could literally die before this podcast is published. Right. Um, I, 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 you just don't know. You don't know what's happening. So for me, it's like, I don't want to enter something where my Nia is, where I feel burdened by spirituality, where I feel anger towards God because of something, first of all, I create God didn't tell me I need to play Salat al-Layl in June, mid-June for two weeks, right? I did that. That's on me. Um, so it's also my responsibility then to check my Nia and what it was for. So anyways, um, I I committed myself to just doing a reset and I focused in on doing Ibadah again. Um, I focused in on those breathing practices. I... I tried to, yeah, just get into the mindset of doing wudu again because that is a habit that I have fallen out of. And um, despite reminders from my mom, to be fair, um, or to be honest, but um, yeah, I just got tried to get into that mindset again and just really reflect on why I started this. And I think it was really great. Um, for me, I was expecting it to be like, okay, well, at the two-week mark, I'm like, woo, I'm revived, and I feel really on a spiritual high again, and whatever. But no, that didn't happen. Um, um, it was, it, I just felt, I didn't feel so suspended anymore. I did feel a little bit more rooted, but I still didn't feel on a high of any sorts. I didn't feel like I was at my peak connection or anything. Um but I did feel a lot more calmness. Um, and sometimes I think, I mean, not sometimes, I think you I think you need that state of calm to be able to see reality for what it is, right? To be able to um, see through the, the seduction of this world and to see through the badness of this world and really focus in on what's there. And so I think I needed that state of calmness. Not, I didn't realize it, I really didn't. Um, but I did need it. I needed the state of like, all right and, and again alhamdulillah wasn't 
um, wasn't losing, like I wasn't, I was performing my wajabats and stuff and, and um, all of that, but I just, I felt this calmness that I hadn't felt in a little bit of time, um, just because of everything that's going on in the world. And I was slowly um, take, becoming a little bit more distant with how much social media I was consuming and how much news I was consuming. Um, which ended up leading to my next one. Like I thought that I would do this rest and revive and then come back on and get on, get cracking with the next spiritual habits, but I didn't. Um, what I ended up doing was taking another two weeks and that was a social media break. And I didn't announce it or anything. I didn't put a post out for the spiritual habit series. Um, it happened incidentally. And, um, it just, the timings aligned, um, wherein I was going out of town and it was just felt like a great time to just to just not go on social media. So I ended up doing that and that again just helped really, honestly, really helped. Um, because then I, I felt that state of calm and then I had that complete break from social media. Like I was checking it once a day, but I wasn't posting anything. Um, and and again, I didn't I didn't really realize the impact until towards the end of it. And that was when I had some of the biggest breakthroughs for myself. And I'm going to, they're actually going to be Instagram posts. Um, so I'm not going to share them here. Um, but, but just breakthroughs on kind of how rooted um, our souls are within faith and to God and how much these, some, some of the rituals, um, how many times can I say rooted? They root us to this world. Um, or, well, they root us to actually our transitory they root our transition into the next world bloody hell that took a while um but yeah so i felt that that social media break that was habit number 14 um and i really needed it i needed it so badly and i have come back and i am so revived i feel so excited about continuing on the series i feel energized again by it not drained but all i feel like my intention is there at the right place again and it's not for clout it's not for social media it is first and foremost for myself and my connection to god um and and it, i feel in love with a lot again and so that's kind of all i wanted to come back and say with this update is honestly if you feel overwhelmed and and desensitized i first of all highly suggest going off of social media um you know as much as we think social media has this way of making us feel that if we're not part of it if we're not engaged in it you know we're going to be forgotten or we are not we're going to miss out you're not going to miss out on anything mate uh to be honest with you the same world problems have been happening since adam and eve so um you know at, at the core of it you're not missing out anything and and you know, there, there are beautiful people that will remember you and that will strengthen and solidify the relationships you have with them. But nobody will make, like, if anybody makes you feel bad for not being on social media, I think they need to check in with themselves first. But it's, it's I really, really highly recommend it. And I think especially in these times when we're so consumed by technology, when we're so consumed by access to information that our brain doesn't, it, it just has so much entering into our, there's so much entering into our brains. Our brain ends up using all its energy to filter out these random, random things. And then when it comes to the really important things like checking in with ourselves or like certain um, breakthroughs that we could have because of create because when your brain is in a state of calm there is a more creative force there um, 
or, or the, the calmness that it would have, the calmness would impact your spirituality. Like there's so many things that can happen when you just take a step back um, and sometimes just sit in it as weird as it is or as abnormal as it feels. Like we've almost trained at this point to just go, 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 go. And it's really flipping draining. Um, and I've seen a few people actually just go off social media recently and kudos to them, honestly. I think more, more and more people are realizing that that's what everyone needs to be doing um, because it's so unhealthy. Um, and, and you know, it also makes you feel a, like as if you are lacking in things. And I don't know everyone's situations and stuff, but for me, you know, I've come to a point where it's like, if I have a lie, I have everything. Um, and, and, I, and that's not a light statement and that can fluctuate too, right? Because when you're going through the peak test that you're going through, it feels very difficult, but you, you do have everything with Allah and, um, and uh, social media is such a facade often, you know, and so it's important to take a step back and re-remind yourself, basically you check in with reality, you check in with what's actually going on, not with what you perceive to be going on in your life because sometimes I think we have a very uh, vicarious response to social media and we take in other people's experiences and realities as our own whether that's in the positive sense or in a negative sense but we don't actually open our eyes to the realities that are present for us so I think doing that was really important and taking that step back allows you to reset and revive and check in with your intentions and ego and blah da 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 um so yeah that was kind of what I wanted to say uh, the mic is still not working, despite my efforts to try and fix it. So, again, I'm, I really apologize for this shoddy audio. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what, like, what, how are you guys feeling? You know, what are your experiences with your spirituality at the moment? Have you taken social media breaks? Um, if you're following along in the series, you know, how has it been for you? Um, I will be releasing a new um a, a new list so that that will inshallah carry me through for the rest of the year um but yeah let me know how how are things going and and um yeah i i i really just pray for everyone right now uh right now i'm praying you know i'm, I'm gonna try and end this with a dua but uh there's a lot there's a lot to pray for you know um in a way that's beautiful because it can tether us to Allah and it proves to us that we need Allah. Um, at the same time, it can also be very overwhelming and you just, you know, it, it depends where, to be honest with you, it depends where you are in your relationship with God and your spirituality because you could look at everything that's going in you and you're like, God, what the fuck, why is this happening? Um, or, uh, you know, you can see it as an opportunity for certain things. So, um, or both, right? Um, but I guess today I want to pray for the people of Palestine and for Yemen. Uh, Palestine has just been further annexed um, by the fucking Zionist government and its allies um, who have supported it. And and you know the the the, um, the pandemic has really allowed people to do a lot of harsh things. Um, without our attention because our attentions are forced to be focused otherwise um so they're really getting away with a lot and the people of Yemen I mean I I don't even know what to say to be honest with you I don't know what to pray for I don't I feel a very big sense of hopelessness with Yemen 
um, because it's it's just so it's they're deprived of absolute basics, absolute necessities, um, and access to those necessities. And the solution is there. The solution is fucking Saudi Arabia. Uh, stop. Sorry, and I've sweared quite a few times. I've actually, believe it or not, since I did that habit where I tried to stop swearing, I've actually reduced my swearing a lot. However, there are certain governments and agencies and practices that do rile me up a lot. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, we know that the blockades need to stop. We know that the allies need to encourage Saudi Arabia to stop the blockades. Um, and... I mean, it's a man-made disaster, isn't it? So it's, it requires a man-made solution. I mean, it requires a spiritual solution, obviously. But um, Which is also something I've been thinking about a lot, the lack of spirituality in our public spaces. You know, I know we live in a very multicultural world now. And for me, I live in a Western country. And so there's a lot of um, plurality involved. But I have been thinking a lot about the impact that lack of spirituality has in the public domain. Um, what kind of impacts that has. But anyways... Uh, yeah, with, I don't know, I don't know with Yemen what to say. Um, I can say you should follow Zainab Wrights on Instagram and Facebook. She speaks frequently on Yemen. Um, I, it's, it's not the, it's not that I don't have the, uh, the knowledge of Yemen. It's that it's just so frustrating that it is man-made and that there are solutions to it. And because of politics, a whole fucking country needs to, pay for it um and and i don't have access to basic things like food um and water and um that's why that's why i don't know what to say because it's so hideous and and you can i can talk politics and i can talk in the academic terms and i can talk about the history of the country and and um and the, the relationships it has with surrounding neighbors and the history of neocolonialism on it and imperialism and blah 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 daddy daddy I can talk about that but it just you know once the superpowers have they're so complicit in this and it's just disgusting and it just um first of all Saudi Arabia I think really taints the name of what it means to be Muslim maybe if you're listening to that you disagree and um and all that but um you know, I, and I'm talking about the government here, yeah, the government. Um, but um, I don't really know where I'm going with this. Um, I don't know what to say. Let me know if you feel the same way about Yemen. Yemen and Syria, I just don't know what to say. Um, Syria, I just lost track of. I, I honestly am very confused by what's happening. Um, and, and, you know, the, the involvement in who you can rely on and all that stuff. Um, uh, it's just a little bit more confusing for me, but um, yeah, Yemen. I, I just pray that our, I, I I pray for spiritual healing for everyone. I pray people hold on more to Allah now more than ever and are very much intentional about it, because that's what we need. We need the intention there, and Allah will cure us, right? He will heal us, um, and in that our eyes will awaken. I guess that's my prayer, and I pray that. Um, you know, if you feel blinded to basic humanity, like, and, and, and sometimes that can happen with increased desensitization. I just pray that, uh, we take the steps to focus in on the needs and with Allah and then, yeah.
feel feel a sense of revival and energy to to uh, be the best Muslims that we can be. Uh, so yeah, that's everything. Uh, thank you for listening to this very rambly session. Uh, we'll be back with regularly scheduled programming. Uh, inshallah, by the end of the week, I'll release the um, new spiritual habit that I will be focusing on. Um, so yeah, until next time, I hope everyone's safe and, and well. And um, and Surah Fatiha for the uh, Yemeni people, the Palestinian people, and for anyone who's lost their loved ones um, in this uh, lockdown. And uh, yeah. Take care, everyone. Uh, speak soon. <laughs> Bye.